Kerry, home to some of the most creative, intelligent, culturally diverse and articulate people this country has to offer. Unfortunately, they were all busy. So, we got stuck with this lot. Recorded live in Murphy's Pub on Brandon Pier. This is the Murphy's Podcast. Good evening, good evening, good evening. We're back. Hey. Hey. Clink, clink. Clink, 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 clink. Oh, you're, that's nearly empty. I'm over it too far. Oh, nearly back. Happy um, nearly Christmas. No Halloween's out of the way. Oh. It's all Christmas ads and uh, Christmas trees and... Yeah, Christmas videos on the TV already. Listen, mm. I, I, I probably made them, so... <laughs> yeah, I've been working on Christmas <laughs> ads since, since June. The first, every, yeah. every Christmas video, this is an interesting fact, if you ever watch it closely, you'll always see Tony in the back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I noticed it was like, so here it is, there's Tony. There's Tony again. And then Tony's in the prison in fairytale, and you're, it's Tony on the bunk bed, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, if you look close enough, do you yeah. remember the old cornflakes ad with the little blondie girl? No way, that's He's, Tony. It's Tony. Oh my god. I just had a week. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. So it's been a mad old week. Um, we, after the podcast, we had Billy on. Thank you again, Billy, for coming in. Yeah, legend. Yeah, great, great, per- honestly, one job. of the most interesting podcasts, even though we were on it, to, to listen mm. to for me listening back. It's just incredible. Like, um, And I was talking to Billy again yesterday, trying to get a little bit of work with him. And he's just such a, he's just so unbelievably knowledgeable. Yeah. I'm jealous of his brain. He's just, he just, like we were talking, like it's unbelievably, yeah, I've never seen anybody as, but as, as driven. Yeah, so he's, he's great. So he's uh, hopefully will come back in again because I want to get himself and his wife Mirren. Oh yeah, yeah. We only I saw her singing on Sunday. Jeannie Mac, she's they're just, such a gifted, talented family, aren't they? Both I hate of them. them so much. Yeah, yeah. yeah so we we'll hopefully we'll get both of them in at some point. To, yeah, fantastic uh, to do a bit of a session with us or whatever. Could we do the? Do you know we were talking? Can we do the podcast in the middle of the pagan rave? <laughs> well, we're here right, right now, and it's like great. <laughs> and Tony be like, "Could you just turn the music yeah, off back there? Distorting the mic. Maybe we can edit it. Can you get a bit closer to the mic, please." <laughs> and the response to the podcast so far—I'm sorry, the podcast so far has been phenomenal. Oh, really, really good. Like it's uh, getting great messages, and we have an international audience watching us this evening. Mm-hmm. We have Alex from Germany. Hello. Hello. <laughs> we came all the way from Germany to, to see us. Yeah, just all the way. Yeah. And Katie, who is American but lives in Valencia, so from Spain. So came all the way from Spain. Hola. Just to come in to see us. Oh my to God. Podcast they truly have an international audience. They must have nothing Don't else really. to do. Yeah. Next week could be loud from Cork. This is going to be control. Yeah. <laughs> but I've been. <laughs> yeah. I've been pushing the, the the podcast quite hard on social media over the past few days, and we've got a lot of Instagram followers. And all of a sudden, because I've been pushing on on, on um, not really on Facebooks yet, Insta. but Insta, and we have Twitter as well. Twitter is kind of starting to take off. It's amazing. I, the, yeah. The nonsense Twitter? that people will listen no, to, isn't it? Ridiculous. But I was pushing a little bit too hard on Twitter, and I, I got banned. No way. Yeah, really? Did, yeah. I Go got, on, tell I us got more. suspended for three days. What did you do? Yeah. I was just did you put up to, the wrong video? I was just posting <laughs> trying to connect with people and kind of get people to follow us and whatever. And yeah, just <laughs> follow us. And yeah. here's a picture of me, Mickey. So, but what, and what grounds did you get cancelled? But I was, it says I had, uh, I'd done something, I'd followed too many people or done something like that. I just, but that is that the whole nature? They kept warning me to set that stuff. But what were you doing wrong, exactly? Yeah, that's the whole nature of it, like, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. Well, Instagram was doing the same. Instagram keeps giving me pop ups saying, stop annoying people. But again, it's all right, it's fine. It's still, yeah, it's all good. Well, I'm back in now and we're continuing. Yeah, but it's nice to see uh, we're getting so many messages and so many kind of just positive feedback. It's incredible. Twitter has become a bit of a cesspool for negativity. And I, it's, I'm not on Twitter, but I, I am know. Twitter, not, and it's I not going to get any better from here on with Elon. Musk. I don't have a Twitter account. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm like I'm really bad on social. That's what I was going to say. How are you guys with just technology in, in general? Like, it's, do you do social stuff? I'm or? okay now. I've taken the dare I say the Ed Sheeran approach. Yeah. No, I only use it to promote and and do sketches and all that. Fair and enough. That's yeah. no, yeah. all right. If I, if I if I get lost, but you've got. Like ten thousand Instagram followers or something well, like that. Well, I've gone up. I've gone up fifty this week. So I must be the podcast, Tony. Oh, well, I must be, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I've eleven thousand two hundred. Wow. Okay. And fifty. Yeah. And fifty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Megan, eleven thousand two hundred yeah, and one there. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, do you do you, you've got a Facebook that you so, spell your name different so nobody can yeah, find you? Yeah, just twist. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not into the personal stuff, but for the band stuff, yeah, like the, the jiggy page and uh, yeah. Which, which I saw I, the post I, you put up earlier on about the the. 
gig coming up somewhere some famous oh, in this Tradfest yeah, yeah that's, 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 amazing. That's, that's nothing look Robbie the guy who runs the band is in charge of all that stuff and he does an amazing, yeah. amazing at, at promoting and, and, and pushing that stuff but for me personally um, it's just not my bag I mean look I totally see yeah. the use the, the good uses of it and, 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 and stuff but uh, on a personal level it just zaps too much of my time and I'm not really that interested in it I'd love to sometimes delete everything and never use it again yeah I really will, but I can't professionally. Do you know what I mean? No, I need my four followers. Otherwise, gig would be entirely empty. If one of those dies, I'm in trouble. That's the thing. But, I'm that, but it's the kind of world we're living in. I mean, yeah. you, you can't not have some presence on it because yeah. you're kind of snookered. Like, if, if you go if you go to the other extreme and like just disappear altogether, especially in, in, in your line of work and yeah. a little bit of what I do as well, mm. you have to have some presence. I'm the same. I have to, just for work. If I, I don't, I always find it feels like bragging when I put stuff up. Like, if I'm working on a big film or a big TV series mm. or whatever yeah. and I put something online and then all of a sudden it just feels whereas one of my films has come out or something and you know, or get, like going to get an award in a festival or something like that yeah. but, I was, but if I don't do that you get forgotten about so you do kind of yeah. you have to you have yeah. to, rem- to remain present yeah so what, is there a happy medium though? yeah I just think turn it off but uh, there, is, I do, there is something enter- obviously it's entertainment but it's I do like catching up with people on it and seeing yeah. what mates of mine like they used to go to school with are up to one hundred. It's helped me out so many times. Like it's, I remember one time I was at Oktoberfest in Munich, and uh, I lost my phone, and I was so drunk I got into five different taxis. Going, I need to go to <laughs> Nachtenplatzen, <laughs> <laughs> and no, I got kicked out of five taxis. And you know the way, it's not, it's, you know that's where statistic when people go missing around the world, Irish lads. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry, I could have been one of those. I was walking along so many fecking canals and stuff, hammered, yeah, you know. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. and uh, at one stage, an Italian family brought me upstairs to sober me up and give me food. I remember, I'm like, no, I gotta go. You're very kind, and I loved your food, but I gotta go to Nocton Plaza. Oh, wow. And then I started sobering up. I yeah. started sobering up around 6 a.m., 7 a.m., and I had a MacGyver moment. I said, oh, wait a minute, I'm gonna go on to Facebook in an internet cafe and uh, and, and asked my mates uh, like you know like, where are they because I had no phone Save yeah me. so that's when they helped me and then I realised so listen I can just realise the train that I got from the airport to this and then and then I realised where I was staying it was Callum Platts they were staying in this hostel so I got back to the hostel and half eight and went into the room and I was like don't worry I'm okay they were so drunk no one even realised I was gone <laughs> you know what I mean I was like yeah. I'm okay I'm still alive don't worry yeah but that's when Facebook did help me outside of anything else yeah. but I, have to, I do have to put a little call out like if you are listening to this online or whatever follow us on Facebook please and on Instagram and, yeah. and Twitter if you want to insult us yeah or whatever I just and share the, the, the episodes as well because we've no other way of getting these out no. it's not like we're working for a broadcaster yeah I was only thinking that yeah. that moment it's the we, only way it's going to share we yeah. hit the wall we're like oh let's do a podcast we a great crack and then when we did they're like how is this Yeah, but you know what considering what, what, how, two two weeks three weeks we had it yeah yeah. This, about this episode four today yeah, yeah and I mean look I suppose the goal for the, the, the main objective of this was just Pints. To, to have a yeah. pint and sit around and have a bit of crack chat, chat. Yeah. you know it's kind of you know and if it snowballs brilliant and, and it's it a lovely time of the year as you're saying it's, it's isolated uh, Kerry you know what I mean and yeah. it's good to have the chat and I guess there's so much negativity uh, directed to drink, uh, unfortunately. And I guess there's an optimistic free side of it, which is just the healthy chat and and being in a pub and enjoying each other's company. And I think that might be what the essence of this podcast is. Oh, but thanks for asking. And we, and we also have to add, we also have to add, just because you go to a pub doesn't mean you have to drink alcohol. No, you don't. There's loads of other options. It's just a good place hey, to meet, get meet people. Get the fuck out of it and go to McDonald's. <laughs> Fair point. Fair point. Well, I, I came in here on Saturday for the, to watch the rugby and uh, oh, I to watch the rugby. No, what? No, actually, yeah. TV at home. So we, I came in at half five. No, I actually don't have a TV. All right, not, fair enough. I don't have TV channels alone. Uh, so I came in here at half five and uh, when I walked in the door, I met Alex first, the German guy who was there. He's just walking in. Yeah. I gave Alex a big, hey, a big hug. So welcome back over, blah blah blah. And then, then I met a few other people and then it was just just sense of community and the, and the people that I wouldn't. Yeah. If I'd been sitting at home, sure. The first time I met Gary, we were, was Six Nations was on. Yeah. A few months before, a few weeks before lockdown. Yeah. It was uh, it was awful crack, and it was the first time I met you. You eat your dog, and uh, we didn't watch the match once. We were just <laughs> 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 just in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He told me what we were talking about. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. No, no. How long ago was that for? It? A couple of years ago, maybe. A couple of years ago, yeah. four years ago now. Yeah. Is it four years ago? Three and a half, anyway, I'd say, yeah. yeah. Before lockdown. I remember yeah. we had a barbecue out at the picnic bench one, one afternoon. They were great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You had a what? A, we, these barbe- before you I was going to say, is this allowed? Did Podrick know? 
Listen to this. It's like having it's like it's like it's like teaching in the ditches. Yeah. English bastards. We can't yeah. do anything. I know. <laughs> it's like having mass in the ditches now. We're not allowed to have barbecues. No, we were there. drinking so many pints. He didn't care if we bought food yeah. here or not. So and we we're all socially distanced. No one. We're all like five meters apart. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah that lasts about five minutes. <laughs> but because again, even I want to do a cocktail night here. And here in the pub? No, Linda Schroeder O'Neill. Oh yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Linda, I've been ma- meaning to do a cocktail night with for months and months, and uh, never got around to doing it. But uh, yeah, she, we, she's decided that she's going to do a cocktail night with us and come with us, and she'll make cocktails oh, while we're doing the while we're doing the yeah while we're doing the podcast. Oh, that's a great I have to idea. ask Podrick first because that's bringing booze into his bar. We're going to need to have we're going to need to have a bit of a, a crew as well. Yeah, spread them around. Oh, I don't, think, yeah, I don't yeah. think three of us is enough general to get through cocktails for are. a cocktail night. Yeah. Oh geez, I'd, I'd hammer the cocktails. <laughs> see, see? you don't need anybody. I could tell you a very funny story now, but I don't know if I should just go on a podcast. I, I, I'm going to tell it anyway. So I, I'm not going to mention any names, but uh, I went to I went on a date there about three or four weeks ago. You know, oh, really? yeah, I did. Yeah, I went to Clarny and uh, met a met a girl, and uh, we went to. Uh, I don't know. If, are you familiar with Clarny Town? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you got a there's, there's a. Reedy's bar in the middle of town. He's, oh, after, he's, after op- he's after opening up this new place next door called Hillard's Cocktail Bar, and like it's really high end, really fancy. <laughs> I hope this girl listens to this podcast. <laughs> anyway, um, so whatever, rocked up and um, met her. Went into the cocktail bar, and like, like it's, it's, it's like somewhere you'd find in New York, like real proper. Like the staff are really well trained. They're mm-hmm. you know high-end ingredients the whole lot so we're sitting there and you know yourself when you're used to drinking pints a cocktail is like drinking a glass of my waddy you yeah. know so it's down that yeah so it's like I was on my sixth cocktail yeah. she's still on her first one and I'm getting steaming and uh, there was a few lads I knew came into the bar other musicians kind of got talking to them and next thing I woke up in the back of my camper van the next morning <laughs> you forgot to right nice like yeah and I was like trying to remember back what's after happened what happened and then I started getting these flashbacks and I was like oh god I just got absolutely on the cocktails was, yeah. and uh, I just have a memory of being tapped on the shoulder at one point <laughs> and I turned around and I was handed my jacket my glasses my phone and god. the poor girl was just standing there going you went to the toilet a half an hour ago and I've been sitting down at the table since and I, in the meantime I was going around so tell me why you're single so <laughs> No, 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 no. And um, and then I opened up my phone and it was like, do you know the hangover at the end when it shows all the photographs? Oh, yeah. And there's just uh, boys' bananas and there's just about 10, pic- ten pictures of me, bananas with lads, random lads in the bar taking selfies and pulling faces and just absolutely sideways. Nice. But, um, How romantic. Oh, listen, that's wow. me down to the ground. Can we edit all that story out, actually? No, no, it's all staying in. Have okay. you been in contact with her since? Absolutely not. Well, tonight you're lucky night. Bring her in, <laughs> <sorry>. <laughs> Sponsored by Dingle Cocktail. Uh, that was, uh, yeah, that was, uh, yeah. You must have been my not, proudest moment. You're not long off the date. I've spent the evening with your wife, and that sounds really bad. Yeah. Recently, she is lovely. Yeah. She really is. She's such a. She's you, you've you've done well. Style, yeah. yeah done she's very great. well. How did you I'm manage like, that? Uh, I'm loaded. <laughs> <laughs> with four followers. That's incredible. <laughs> Yeah. So I told her, but I think I think yeah. now it's kicking in Which five years later. You're relatively new though, it's only five years, isn't it? Five so years, yeah. Maybank holiday five years ago. You married five years. So we started around, five years ago. We've been married a year. A year we've been married eleven months, so still very new. Yeah. <laughs> still very new. As Eric Lawler says, we had a child, we got married, now next week we're gonna go on a first date. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it sounds, sounds about right, yeah. <laughs> and um, how's, how's fatherhood treating you, Fred? I love it. Yeah. It's grounding, and it's a, it's a different form of of love and freedom. Uh, it's uh, it's great. You do appreciate uh, your free time when you get it. And points. Yeah, 100%. Mm. Like, I knew when I was doing the, the Tommy Tierney show in lockdown, uh, Ted, my son, he's called Ted, he was four months old, and it was intense because it was in lockdown. And Julie and I were quite isolated. We were up a mountain. We couldn't do any of this. We didn't know what to do with our first child. And, uh, and then I got this letter of permission 
uh, from RTE that I could leave Kerry. I could break the five kilometer rule to go to to do the Tommy Turning show, like pull the curtain, you know, like and getting in that car was like going to Disneyland. I was like, oh, this is unbelievable. <laughs> this is like, you know, and I felt so guilty because you'd be driving, you know, all the guards are in the Limerick roundabout back then, mm-hmm. wanting to know where you're coming, and use the frontline staff, you know, blood transfusion people, and then the car <laughs> stop for me. Where were you going, brave young man for Ireland? I'm like, oh, I pull the curtain for the Tommy Turning show. I have to introduce you. <laughs> <laughs> Ireland needs me. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I'm yeah. An, I have front line. I'm front line. <laughs> yeah. But it was, it, it was like when you look back at the carry on that was going on during lockdown. It was bananas. Like I did a good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Ju- just the stories of people making up, just to get from one place. So obviously, there's a lot of yeah. le- legit stories. But there's a mate of mine. Again, won't mention any names. And uh, he lives. He lives up the country. I won't say where. And he, his parents are obviously from. Cass- He's not saying a lot. No, I just, I'm afraid I don't. It's like a detective's Jesus. nightmare. <laughs> He lives up the country yes. and he's got a name. That's all we have so far. So, Sting. It's Sting. Sting. It's Sting. But, but it's made Sting. But it was gas. Like he, so, in order for him to get home to visit his folks, he put on a foot. This guy's a musician, so he put up, but he put on a full suit, like, and he had, like, he's one of these old country boys, the same suit for, for every occasion. Yeah. And uh, he had the suit on. He got an old laptop bag. He had it up on the thing. He printed off a fake letter. So he was he was pretending to be a businessman. Yeah. But the the stinger was the car he was driving was about twenty five years old. <laughs> so like it wasn't a company car. Yeah, yeah. But like he still got away with it. It was yeah. just gas. I think you could print your own if you wanted to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was mental stuff, yeah. man. It was mental stuff. Since when you had Ted, that we're coming back to that. Did, did that change who you are, though? Oh yeah, completely. The how. My freedom, my freedom's gone. My money, no, it's no, gone. So no, no. We were looking for <laughs> deep positive, emotions. <laughs> Anything positive to say about it, Fred? No. I look at the sky differently. Yeah, it's great crack, but my yeah. money's not my own anymore. My freedom's gone, and uh, and I love comedy more than ever because yeah. I get out of dance. <laughs> no, it is. It's wonderful. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. it's uh, he's a great kid. Like he's good yeah. Do you know how old is he? He's two in two months. So his character is completely shining through now. Mm. Do you know, and he's got some Irish from Julie and less English from me, I'd say. And like, yeah. do you know, he was trying to say fluck for rain. It's fluck. So recently, like this morning, but he's saying fluck without the yell. So this morning, <laughs> like, he's sleeping beside me last night. Julie's away. Yeah. And he looked out the window and he's like, fuck. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> like half, like, that's like half the country waking up in the morning. <laughs> fuck. And he's pointing out the window. <laughs> fuck, friend. <laughs> I'm like, I know, tell me about it. Yeah. Have you, have you, you don't, you've never, you've no kids or? I have no kids. No, no <laughs> kids. Look, luckily for them. Luckily for It's always, it's a funny, I believe cocktail bars are shit places to have kids. You make them in the back of the camper, it's great. Stuff. But have you had any transformative moments? Have you had, has there ever been a point that you went, geez, that I've just changed? From that, I'm like, still waiting for that. Really? I'm still waiting for that moment to happen. Nothing. Like, it's just mad. Like, I, look, I, I'm, <clears throat> I'm 42 now, and look, I don't know. Maybe most men are, men in particular, probably always feel like, oh, geez, they, in their own head, they're kind of. Maybe, maybe in our line of work as well, particularly when you're kind of in entertainment or whatever, you just have the sense of, you just feel like a young fit all the time, yeah, and then you kind of yeah. forget. You just you forget. Jesus, I'm actually. I don't, yeah, I sell my, my head. I'm 23. Yeah, and that's why I think yeah. we do this because we're we're afraid of our own obvious mortality. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit heavy. <laughs> but isn't it like I, I I bump into like lads I I, I might have gone to school with you know years ago and I look at him and I kind of go Jesus Christ like yeah, are we the same yeah. age like it's just I don't not not because you I, look very young you've full head of hair you've no wrinkles oh, thanks you know, for it. and you've got full head of hair as well Tony you've no wrinkles thanks, thanks for that thanks. Yeah. so if you want to try you, and compliment you, um, uh, you, you uh, Fred are um, yeah. you um, that's a nice coat did you, yeah, that's lovely. <laughs> did you buy where did you buy that t-shirt you sent me a, a thing the other day uh, with a picture of a fitness class from the holla and you're like oh, oh, you were yeah. meant to, did, did you join it no that's, I didn't want to go Clearly. on my own because <laughs> you sent it to me with, with, and you actually put it, put a message what it was I, I think I'll join this f- and I'll be able to talk about it in the podcast yeah, yeah. I was you hoping that you go cool I'll come with you but it, that didn't happen I did, so. be, I did, I did worse because again I don't ever do things yeah. half I built a gym in the house uh, during the week 
So I've cleared out part of the shed now after buying lots of gym equipment. You serious? Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. So I've got a treadmill and cross trainers and punch bags and yeah. Have you got a Have you got a spinning bike? No, I, I don't know. If I'm, I don't know. If I'm, I don't really like spinning though. Yeah, but, yeah, but I just because I used to go to the gym every day before work back before lockdown mm. and that was before I moved down here and then all of a sudden I'm here and there's no gyms so I'm like right I'm, and I've just put on mountains away from just sitting around yeah. and drinking pints and doing nothing so I said right I'll just do it and I'll get I just build one in the house and I'll, I'll hit it an hour every day on the, in the treadmill if and I give you my spinning bike can I join your gym yes bike for have gym you actually, have you I got do it? yeah I do really and I think See, if I had other, what that really means is if I get the spinning bike out of my house then <laughs> Julie will be breaking my balls every day about using it but the thing about spinning but I always feel that I was, it's kind of stress inducing you always feel like you've got a panic on it, one of those spinning bikes it's, oh, yeah, it's constant yeah. get ready get yeah. ready get ready know, here we go 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 go, go, yeah. go, go. I think that's the point of it like it's, you're supposed to it's, it's full on intense like that. that's, that's a bit much for me but you're saying that I always think with the, the music like I was in one in ECD and it was intense and then but I remember being in a spinning class in Leitrim and I don't know what age were like to left and right of me but the guy in charge was like okay here we go we're going uphill ready one two three four sweet Caroline <laughs> <laughs> I was like Jesus, I was looking left and right. Why don't you just fucking die, all of us? What kind of a fucking spinning class is this? Did you? You're, you're a fit-looking fella. Yeah, I do. So, what do you do? I, I used to be. I, I was about seventeen stone at one point. Nowhere. Um, yeah, yeah, I was. In, How long ago? Up, up into my, I suppose, probably mid to late twenties, because I was, I was touring a lot that time. So, like, mm. you're on the road, you're drinking, and you're eating crap and whatever. Yeah. And then I was just like, I, I need to do something about this, and. I was never big into the gym. I used to surf quite a bit when I was like younger, yeah. and uh, but then I was—I always had an interest in taking up some kind of a martial art, and I never really knew what it was, and I wasn't really into—I I, I attempted karate, which we touched on the first episode. <laughs> yeah. The suit—I just didn't like the suit. Um, <laughs> but then I discovered uh, Japanese jiu-jitsu. Yeah, um, I love that food. And yeah. yeah, it's nice, isn't it? <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> I love a battered, obviously, oh, and the diet coke on top of it. Oh, stop it! And uh, I kind of took that up, and I was doing that. I, well, doing it for the, the guts of ten years, and that kind of just changed my whole kind of lifestyle. And uh, yeah, kind of, kind of. And then obviously COVID hit, so all that kind of classes and all that stopped. So kind of got away from that. But then last January, I signed up with a personal trainer in Killarney, <clears throat> and spent about three or four months with him. And you go and from Castle to Clarny, would you? Well, see, I'm, with my job, I kind of work. I'm, 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 I'm all over Kerry, so I've been. You know, you're, you're ratting yourself out now for skiving off work. You know? No, 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 skiving. <laughs> this is after work okay. activities, <laughs> Tony. Just double check it. I hope my boss is into this. <laughs> if, there's gonna, if there's more work needed, honestly, put my name forward for that job as well. I'd love it. Yeah, yeah, no problem. And I've plenty, I've plenty of time in the morning and afternoons to do it. Like you know, before I go off and do me, me three gigs a year. <laughs> <laughs> but I tell you this, lads, and listen, you can you can gym all you want, but and I I I, I don't want to say this without sounding harsh, mm-hmm. but it's eighty percent diet. Why are you looking at me specifically? It's eighty percent diet. Me specifically saying this. No, I'm looking at yeah, I'm looking at equally. He's looking at me there. See, I yeah, I'm looking at you. Yeah. yeah, it's eighty percent diet, lads. Son of a bitch, lads. It's eighty percent diet, lads. <laughs> it is, yeah. yeah, but sure, there's no point. There's no point having like your sweet and sour Cantonese style and then heading to the spin class at seven a.m. the next morning. You know you're what I mean? You're not, you're not going to do you're it. You're obsessed like. with that, aren't you? Oh, and also another thing I do that you might find this interesting. <laughs> yeah, is intermittent fasting. I don't know if you know anything about do you this. Do it? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do that all the time. Yeah. What's it's, that? What's that involved? So intermittent fasting, I do six. Well, what's your plan? Yeah, what's, what are your what are your ratios? Yeah, so I do sixteen. I just do the the, the sixteen eight. So basically, you fast for sixteen hours, and you've got an eight, uh, and you've an eight hour window to eat. Mm. So it's actually it's so simple, but it has so many benefits. It's worth checking out. And if anyone's listened to this, I, like I did a load of um, research on it and listened to podcasts about it, and it's. Uh, the benefits of it are unbelievable. Not only for your, for your weight, but mentally and and, yeah. and it actually sharpens your mind. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's unbelievable. So yes, it doesn't sound like any crack, though, does it? No, no. But this this is the, the beauty you have after. No, but this is the beauty of it. This is the beauty of it. Now I'm not going to go. You, you can't eat whatever you want. Like you can't sit there and eat pizza solid for eight hours. Like obviously that's not going to work. <laughs> but you can. You, 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 you can try. Unless you put a lot of effort into your jaws. Burning muscles. You should see the muscles in your jaws after this. Unbelievable. Uh, but yeah, so I intermittent fast maybe four or five, four or five days a week, and uh, so basically I don't eat after. Six you still do that now? Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. I don't eat after six o'clock in the evening. That's the big one. And I'd only eat it until after ten o'clock in the morning. So out of the sixteen hours you're fasting, you're you're in bed for 
yeah. eight or ten hours of that. So there's only the hardest part of it is between six and going to bed. Oh, that's 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 my bit. I've tried to do the app after six. Now see, I'd be all right with that. Oh, maybe a soup or something. I have to have a banana. Just a <laughs> banana soup. Banana soup. Yeah. Or there'd be like by, by banana, you mean biscuits. <laughs> banana flavored biscuits. <laughs> and when you say soup, you mean pints. pints. Ice cream. Yeah. Dipping the biscuits into the pints. Back in the soup. Yeah. Dipping custard creams into creamy pints of Guinness. Custard creamy pints. <laughs> Your show has been sponsored by diabetes. <laughs> Uh, so uh, you're gonna play a bit of some. Oh yeah, the song, right? a new song, yeah, a new song, a new song. Fred. That's very new, so you might have to edit it out. Okay. Uh, uh, what do I do? Is arrange your mics a little bit better? I don't Can know. you? Yeah, pull that down. Can you, uh, oh, yeah. How's that? How's that? That's desperate. You're gonna pick up your nipple. You've done this before. <laughs> uh, for for anyone listening here, we're just uh, rearranging some microphones. Oh, yeah, go right in there because it doesn't. Thanks, Tony. Uh, I just want to add here, uh, Fred is in dire need of some new strings on his guitar. Yeah. Um, so that's why the microphone's like half an inch in front of it. Oh, here we go. There you go. That's lovely. Oh. Uh, Fred told me I'm not, I'm not, I can't ask him about the song this time. Oh, right. It's, it's a surprise. I ruined the joke. Yeah. Do you know, like last oh, song. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was written on the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The song's the premise. It like, takes can the you tell us the name of this one then? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is there words to it? Or is it just gotta we have to guess? Okay. Great. Uh, look, it's a bit like the Mokini look. It'll make sense halfway through. It's your okay. grand now. Okay, here we go. Does it though? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I worry about the seas. Seas of contamination. Then I worry there'll be no bees. Holy fuck, no bees, no pollination. When I rest my head on my pillow, I think about refugees. Or if we're running out of antibiotics, are we gonna die of a global disease? But I couldn't give a fuck about the prices of drinking Dublin. <laughs> I couldn't give a fuck. <laughs> People in Kerry, they can't believe it when they're coming here. They're full of emotions, like a drink promotion. Holy fuck, lads. <laughs> so what do you say, guys? Come to Kerry. I forget, I forget the... Uh, we're just going to edit that bit out yeah. there. Keep that bit going on the loop. <laughs> Three. Come to Kerry. Kerry. <laughs> 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 uh, it gets better and better when somebody else has to finish your Okay, slide. okay, yeah, okay. Are you ready? There you go. Let's, let's okay. count this in. Can we timestamp this? Yeah. Come to... <laughs> Come to Kerry. Well, what do you think? Really nice scenery and really cheap drink. Come to Kerry. What do you say? Five million pints a day. Come to Kerry. No complication, but you better bring your buddy because of serious isolation. Come to Kerry. Thank you. You brought your four listeners. Yeah, oh God. <laughs> when I started, it was just the three of us, and now it's like Glastonbury behind me. It's unbelievable. <laughs> you the yeah, but you're dead right. The price of drink, lads, I'm in Dublin. Right. <laughs> you know, I don't want to talk about it, and then straight away you're like, let's talk about it. No, you're right, you're right. Dublin people are just so shocked. I was up in, I was up in Dublin a few weeks ago, and like, obviously, look, everyone knows Temple Bar, bloody blah, crazy yeah. prices, but there was uh, one of the people in, in, in our company, again, I won't mention any names, because you know me. Um, <laughs> we know you, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, you're not a little lot out. Double I don't know, he's got a name, and he's from the Midlands, that's all we have so yeah. far. Make a great spy, wouldn't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a double vodka and a dash of white. Not even a, not even a mixer bottle. Yeah. So that's it a, the, the pump no, thing. No, it was out yeah. of a plastic bottle, so it was probably half flat. Yeah, eighteen euros. That is a sin. Oh man, oh man. I man. bought, I bought a bale of briquettes on the day before yesterday. I won't mention the shop. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you won't. You know me. I don't like to mention any names. <laughs> but you know what? Anyway, nine euros for a bale of briquettes. That's terrible. Mm. No, I think yeah. that was an exceptional price, in fairness. But yeah. anyway, nine euros for a bit of briquettes. So, jeez, that's bananas, though. 
Yeah. How do you get that? Would you get through one or two of them a night, would you? Well, know. in this particular weather, a, a half a bale of briquettes would, would kind of take the sting out of the air. But if it was the middle of January now and it was fucking frosty, yeah. so I don't have any central heat in my house. Yeah. What? Do no, you not? No, I live in an old cottage. So do I. Yeah, but yeah, but you've still twenty twenty two, like. <laughs> yeah, but I. Yeah, but that's 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 why I'm so fit and healthy, man. <laughs> that's why you freeze all the time. <laughs> that's what it is. That's why you're so skinny, shaking all the time. All. Yeah. It just you know the cold burns calories. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I just have a, like a stove in the house. Now it heats once it's fired up. It heats the gaff, but um, does it heat, there's no rads on that though. No, no rads. I've no rads wow. in the rooms, but I've got a, like a mezzanine, so it it heats the whole place. Though. You're like a, a modern day peg. <laughs> <laughs> a good looking male, skinny, skinny modern skinny. day peg. All the same. From now on, he's called skinny peg. That was skinny kind of a co- compliment bag. and an insult <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, but no, like it, it, I. I Rarely, rarely get sick. Like I couldn't tell you the last time. No, I was sick a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> I, I was sick a couple, time, of, no, it was a couple of, weeks, like, of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all got sick. Cause Fred made us all sick. Remember? I didn't make you sick. Fred gave me the, the black lung. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Well, was that Fred's fault? Yeah, totally. Fred, no, Fred. Fred. which I was coming out of it then. Yeah. I was an awful way the week before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally passed it on. There you go. <laughs> so yeah that's, that's, that's my life we're I mean, all shifting I, the same woman I basically live in a shed I don't intend to live in that way for the rest of my life I'm hoping to do some work in the place next yeah. year but that's that's the way it's been for the last but I'm just used to it does your dad still live down that side as well no my my father lives over Koshla okay Koshla, yeah, yeah. yeah my mom lives beside me she has a house next to me yeah so myself my myself and my mommy live next door ah, it's not lovely it is lovely you yeah, still make yeah. your dinner she tries, but because of the intermittent fasting, it's not ideal. Oh. <laughs> she keeps making it a woman at past six. Like, oh, God, oh, come on, I told you, can you not make yeah. it a quarter to six? Yeah. Put in the microwave. She waits for the Angelus. The Angelus are on, I make his dinner. Yeah. So you're in, you're gigging again in London. London. Tomorrow, so when's this coming out? This? I love, yeah. I've, I don't know. This will be in, we have... Been, two weeks. Yeah, no, next... Yeah, so we're kind of mm. a week ahead of ourselves in a minute. So it's yeah, I'm gigging. I'm gigging in the comedy store in London tomorrow night. That's a big, which gig, is a big man. gig from now. Very excited. That's amazing. That's a. Do you know what? There's a lot in it. It's a real Eminem moment. It's like you've yeah. only got one shot. Do you yeah. know that kind of thing? You've only got. What's the what's what's your slot like? Or is it's there, uh, it's lineup? it's cray cray. So it's musical comedy. So that's how I got in. Yeah. Great. And uh, so you're gonna actually um, do some comedy songs. Well, I won't be singing my <laughs> Kerry song. <laughs> well, it's just Kerry, mate. What, what are you talking yeah. about? Like, yeah. like the butter. <laughs> Yeah. But uh, so yeah, I don't know. I think around fifteen minutes. So how many people? I'll do. I think around three hundred out of two. It's a proper club in London. So brilliant. So, yeah, that'd be, be one of the fun. bigger ones, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But just to do it, it's uh, it's uh, you know you got you got you got moments you want to arrive to in in showbiz, yeah. and that's one of them. Like so, it is. So it's, it's industry. It says a lot. You know what I mean? What industry thinks of you to get it? Yeah, yeah. But you want to keep it. So I, you know, the door the door's open, but my foot's not in the door. Yeah, yeah. So. Is this your opportunity to, is to shine? shine. I, I need to talk cottage talk to Gary. The cottage is there, but the 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 the, 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 isn't. the, the, <laughs> isn't. <laughs> the cottage is there, but the stove's not on. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean, Gary? <laughs> and come here, come to, so up, up to this point, what's what's been the highlight of your career up to this point? Oh, I don't know. I just I love I love being on stage. So, like, there's there's amazing moments of. Uh, one moment outside of comedy, which has been amazing, but it's not—it's not part of my career. Like stand-up, I just love doing festivals, like Kilkenny Festival. Or I remember gigging with Tommy Tiernan at Kilkenny, sharing a stage with him before I knew him, and that was amazing. You know those moments. Yeah, are, it doesn't get much bigger yeah, than Tommy. Gigging like, with, yeah, gigging with I did a, I did a gig, and uh, the, the, the comedy cellar in Dublin had their thirty-year anniversary in 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 Vicker Street one night. So loads of comedians were on. So I I, managed, I got to share the stage with Eddie Izzard and you know oh, and no like Darbreen and all those wow. big guys. It was amazing. And uh, so, but one time, this is true. Uh, a friend of mine, Podge, who will be on the podcast on the band, he's in Ham Sandwich. Oh, <laughs> they're yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're from Kells, and uh, well, Podges. And uh, when we were quite young, we we don't want to talk about it too much. But we used to get free tickets for Slane because we were down the road, and we knew the Lieutenant of Meath. And, the, the, uh, so sorry, the what? The, the Super Guard Lieutenant. Oh, I thought yeah, you yeah. <laughs> So the lieutenant of Mead. I thought that's wow. That's, <laughs> exactly. that's, that's the keys of the comedy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Call me the lieutenant of Mead. Wow. He lives in Newbridge. He's, he's a guard. And, uh, <laughs> he's a guard. So it's not the yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And so, so we also went to concerts that we wouldn't have necessarily gone to if we didn't have to pay for them, you know. And uh, so we went to Brian Adams, <laughs> and it was good. Muse were supporting them, which is great. They were quite new, yeah. even well, Muse. And 
I kind of I was in a few <laughs> bands even then, and I'd give I'd given up on being in a band because I couldn't sing. So I'm either going to be a guitarist or uh, you know rhythm guitarist. Yeah, I can't sing. But I knew Podge was very ambitious and very talented, and I said to Podge one day, "Go, Podge, if you ever play Slane Castle," and he laughed at me. I said, "No, seriously, like seriously, if you ever play Slane Castle, if you ever join a band and you get to play Slane, will you please bring me on stage with you?" He said, "Yeah, no problem." So then Ham Sandwich started. And Pam Sandwich are supporting Bon Jovi. Oh, wow. And who's on stage? <laughs> 2015, I get to play. I'm playing Slane Castle. You can, yeah. He, he actually did. He, like, he followed me. through with that promise. Sorry, just John Bon Jovi ringing me now. Sorry about that. <laughs> John, I'll be talk to you later on. And busy. Maybe it's the babysitter, Fred. Maybe you should answer it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah so that was amazing oh brilliant Do you know and i remember we before the, we we going in the back roads behind the castle you know that all the bands go on to and i was standing on the stage looking out before the gig started before people were let in Do you know thinking of mm. queen or even yeah, yeah. you know robbie williams yeah. or stuff like that going this is unbelievable now i was only i was only on the glockenspiel which is a tiny instrument and was like shoved right to the what's side a glockenspiel the glockenspiel is a metal hammer instrument and it's quite small and it's like two and a half octaves and it's like, like a hammer dulcimer yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. still lost yeah very kind quiet, of twee yeah. but nice kind of sound no surprises it's like a steel like a steel drum kind of thing is it no if you if you take the steel and you make them uh long piano kind of notes and you hit them oh, okay yeah, yeah like a xylophone without a, yeah. a smaller xylophone what's exactly the name of that sci-fi film that was out in the 80s oh uh, uh close encounters close yeah. encounters so they're kind of just, yeah is oh. it that kind of a thing boom, boom. Yeah. There you go, see? Yeah. Musicians. Oh, the Healy Rays have arrived. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, that didn't take some luck to get in, did it? <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Just outside the front door trying to get in. <laughs> That's a throwback to the first episode, folks, yeah. just in case yeah. you didn't catch it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, second episode. Second, second, second episode. episode. But yeah, I was playing that. And uh, like there was three uh, violinists, the three brass sections, and then they had five in the band. The keyboardist had me on Glockenspiel right at the end. I was like, I was on the stage, but right in the side, and I had to look out. And I was still the only single guy in the band with all those people. And I'm trying to look out at all these European Bon Jovi fans with Glockenspiel. How are you, girls? How are you? <laughs> I'm in a bit of a rock band myself, you know? But it was amazing. Did you have long hair at the time? or? <laughs> well, it was like now, I was just holding on. Do you know, like. Yeah. <laughs> You're too tall for your yeah. hair. As so well. that that was a, that was a kind of a highlight in itself. And uh, so I met Robin Williams in New York briefly. Just bumped into him like nothing. He was. I went to see Billy Elliot the musical on on Broadway, and then we walked out the back section of it. And Robin Williams was doing a play uh, in the theater next door. And my mate went looking at it, it's Robin Williams, and went over and shook his hand. Yeah. Just arrived into New York, no battery on my phone, couldn't get a get a, get a picture. So that was the. So that's like a, a highlight of comedy, I guess. How about yourself? What's been the big point? The highlights. Ah. Don't go back to episode one of this when you got sick of the guitar. With yeah. No. Look, I suppose the sting thing was, was was a big thing, but I've had some like really cool experiences. I ended up on the Cure headlined uh, Electric Picnic. It's probably uh, maybe seven or eight years ago. No, we had amazing. It. Yeah. The I was for four hours. I was on the stage for that gig. I was side stage for that gig because a, f- a good friend of mine is uh, a f- photographer, Luke Daniels, and he's best friends with. The drummer from The Cure, I'm tra- Jason, I want to say Cooper, but I think that's wrong. Anyway, we'll come back to that. And uh, Luke, myself and Luke lived together maybe six, seven years before that. And uh, we're, we're good old mates. And he rang me one day, he says, listen, Cure headlining, uh, Jason sorted me out with a couple of uh, VIP tickets, you fancy coming? Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, of course. So I went and uh, you had full access with the band. I was backstage with Robert Smith and all, all the boys drinking, champ- drinking champagne. And yeah. What's he like? Is he depressed? Like... <laughs> <laughs> is he hard to talk to? His makeup is terrible up close. Yeah, but he's like that's the whole idea, isn't I it? No, I know. Yeah, yeah. He's. Uh, I didn't. No, I was in his company. I wasn't really talking to him. Yeah. Like there was a big crew of people there. You know, it was just uh, just one of the heads there. Yeah. But uh, there was only about twenty people on stage. Bono was on the f- on, on the other side of the stage, and I was on this side of the stage. So, but it was amazing looking out at the crowd and and the cure. They were, like I would I wouldn't be a big. I wouldn't know much about him, but I was yeah. blown away by him that night. They were amazing. They were they're brilliant. Unreal, they, are, they were amazing. Yeah, really brilliant. They were brilliant. That, so that, that was a really cool experience. I'll tell you, that electric picnic, <laughs> Bono, uh, I was putting my... I was trying to take my tent up and put it away. Uh, and... Uh, no, let me get this right. Okay. Four... Just for the edit. <laughs> okay, just okay. for the edit here. Okay, okay. Three, two... <laughs> 
three, two. This is never going to get cut out. You know that. It's okay. never going to get cut. Three, two, one. <laughs> yeah. So I have a story as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my story as well is uh, yeah, seamless. So, what, you, so you tried to no. take the tent down before he put it up. I seen Bono as well at Electric Picnic, but uh, he drove by me right, and he was looking out the window because we were to the campsite, the left of the campsite of the comedy tent, just behind the main stage, and uh, <laughs> at a cannon one. <laughs> And the tent on my right, and uh, you know, so it was throw out, uh, throw out tents, and they, they lift naturally. And uh, I just had my head, I had my knees on the grass, and the can of me, and the can of my hand, and, and the tent on my right hand. And I just looked up, and Bono's looking at me, combining the car. And I'm like, anyway, that's the best story. Cut that one out, take that one out, get rid of it. Do you reckon? I'm, I, I remember Bono being interviewed by Dave Fanning once, telling a story about when he was at Electric Picnic, and he was just driving, <laughs> driving through. He says, Jesus, this weirdo man on his knees with some cheap tent and a can in his hand. What's your highlight, Tony? Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. Well, thank I, you. We're chuffed. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, well, this is probably it. Uh, no, because I work with a lot of well-known people all that. the time. Like that's like so. Like being around well-known people isn't a highlight. The whole for celebrity thing, I don't get caught up with. Yeah, either do I. It's, yeah, yeah, but I, I suppose like just just intervene there again when you're kind of working like when I say working in the in in the industry without sounding like a twat, but like an asshole. Yeah, but like. You know, when you're doing these kind of gigs, you do cross paths, and, and yeah. I suppose you, you just—it it just becomes—you you don't take, you don't, you don't have that starstruckness. But uh, I always, after a while. I always kind of like, no matter how famous the people are that I work with, they're just people. Like they're all they have the same issues and the same insecurities and the same everything that all of us have. Like, who's the biggest asshole you've ever never met? worked on oh, an asshole? Are you allowed, are we allowed to talk about that? Yeah, no, but work-wise, I've never. Like, they they never been, no, you, you I swear. To, well, every time people come, people work with me, it's like they come to me because they want to get a job done if you know what I mean yeah. and they know that I'm a professional and they're professionals and we just do it uh, so I've never had I've never had anybody be stroppy yeah uh, I had to shout at Jedward once that was the the, the only time I've ever shouted at anybody in, on, in work because they just they're, they're lovely guys they're fantastic blokes but they are hyper mm. and just to get them to focus just because again they came in and they were just beating the head off each other <laughs> so yeah. but they, and these lads were in their late 20s at the time and they're still like act, there's like 14 Tony. year olds oh somebody has got the hand up he's got, got a gender story Misha Misha <laughs> I have a I have a I have a Jedward story myself yeah. um, so uh, you're probably familiar have you ever seen these video boots that you see at like weddings and occasions where people walk up to this machine touch a screen and they can leave a message for the yes. bride and oh, groom yeah. so myself and my father were the first people to introduce those machines into Ireland really? yeah this is a fact this is factual That's and uh, so, and how it happened I was I went to a cousin's wedding over in the UK this is probably 15 16 years ago and it was one of these machines at the wedding and we spent the whole night around it just having crack and leaving silly messages, whatever. And I came back home and I was like, Jesus, that's, there's, there's something in that. Like, there's, yeah, a bus- yeah. there's a business in that, you know? So I was telling my dad about it. And we did a bit of research, got in touch with the company, um, got in touch with the company who supplied those particular machines. And we, uh, anyway, we, got an ex- we, got a, 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 we struck up an exclusive deal with this particular company to bring those machines into Ireland and they wouldn't deal yeah. with anyone else. So we, we, we set up a little company, Best Wishes Video Boots. And, um, we started doing wedding fairs and we like I'll never forget it we went to the the RDS Bride of the Year show it's a big wedding it's the biggest wedding fair of the year and uh, we won an award there and we were just like oh man this is it we're, we're going to hit the we jackpot we're like we're getting like 800,000 quid a wedding like it was under a thousand quid a wedding oh, yeah. just to drop this machine obviously there was a bit of work you drop it yeah. and then there was a bit of editing whatever in, in, in the background yeah. anyway would you stay? You'd stay as well. You wouldn't. No, no. We'd, we'd, we'd piss off. We'd go and leave the machine there and collect it the next day. Go, go for a few pints. And <laughs> priorities. <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, so anyway, you've the best jobs. You've got Gary's got the best jobs going. Yeah. Like so, so we yeah. we we, we uh, so out of the weddings, then we started getting corporate events and a few other bits and pieces. Anyway, we ended up getting this gig in Brown Thomas in Dublin, and it was uh, it was a Christmas gig. And basically, it was like all these well-to-do families paid a lot of money so the kids could go in and record a video message with Jedward. So I was basically locked in a room with Jedward <laughs> and the video booth because I had to mind the video booth. And they would leave the kids in one or two at a time. Oh, no. And it, I was in the room for two oh, and a half man. hours. Yeah. And But prior to that, Jedward had to make their way up to this room. And whoever their manager or, or agent was... Jedward were obviously told, look guys, if you see anything in Brown Thomas you like, 
just picking out. You can have it. This was kind of at the height of their yeah, of yeah, their yeah. Fame. But they're still like, very popular. Yeah, are they? Yeah, yeah, yeah massive. Okay, yeah. and um, everyone was so we were, I was inside the room and it was like there was people reporting back to me. Okay, Jedward are in the building. All right, great, great, great. They should be here in the next five ten minutes. About an hour and a half later, they rock in. There's like shit hanging off them. They've got bags of yeah. stuff, jackets, Fur they've coats. got everything. Yeah. And the two of them, they're like two lads now you'd see at the, at the end of a rave. Like they were just <laughs> like, fucking wah! And uh, yeah, spent two and a half hours in a room with them. Uh, and all the kids came and went. They, and in fairness, I have to say this about them. They were brilliant they're with brilliant. the kids. They yeah. were really good yeah. with the kids. And as soon as the kids came into the room, they focused the attention on them, left the video message. Where, so at the end then, I was like, I have a couple of uh, young cousins, my uncle's kids up the road, and I was like, do you know what would be really nice? Now? I, I, I get the lads to leave them a, a, a message, and I give it to them for, at Christmas, you know? Jesus Christ, it took me about an hour to get the lads to focus. Just to, I said, yeah. what are their yeah. names again? And it just yeah. went on, and they left the message, and I went to all the trouble of getting it, and I gave the DVD to my uncle, whose kids it was for, and I might as well give him a beer mat. Yeah. yeah, for all the interest they had in it. So, uh, yeah, that, that's my Jedward story. But Shit story, but yeah, that's a great story. But the the thing with Jedward is that they have this brilliant self defense system in, built into them. That as soon as they see somebody new, like say if Fred was sitting across, they go, "Hey, Fred, oh, Fred, for nice God, I love your coat. It looks great. It looks really yeah. like refit you. It makes you look like makes your muscles. Th- and they they're hugely complimentary. You learn that yeah. from Bertie Hearn. Yeah, but every time they meet anybody, but Bertie Hearn's like that. I, he, he, I, he knows names. I, and he I remember know, something about you. Like, like okay, again, another one. I spent a, a full week with Bertie. Just me and Bertie. Yeah. One of the nicest people I've ever met. Absolutely, I heard that. Yeah. Gentleman, really. Yeah. Again, I'm not. I'm not a political kind of person. But when I, Bertie I was working, everyone knew Bertie in the good yeah. time. Just like hanging out with someone in the summertime. Yeah. I don't know his daughter Cecilia. I do. I oh, work yeah. with her a bit now as well. And just really, just genuinely nice people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and again, I was in. I was on my motorbike, which is the weirdest thing, driving through Drumcondra last year. And I had. A, I'd worked with Bertie maybe two or three years ago, and I drove. I had my helmet on with the visor down and Bertie was stopped at the side of the road and I pulled up beside him and he went how are you Tony? Yeah unbelievable unbelievable that's he's a gift. incredible he's got a gift for that like. how the hell did he but, yeah, yeah. But, but Tony he worked with you for the week like, yeah. he did work with you for a whole week like, so but still like, but I would say it was probably two years before that though okay so yeah so it had been two years yeah, since I'd seen yeah. him and mm. I, was, I was wearing a helmet On, yeah. like I don't, I don't have I don't have the facility it's like we're talking about Billy McGlynn he has that facility he's just yeah that super brain that can just recall things and places and people yeah. and stuff. I just can't. Yeah, that's it's I phenomenal. Can't re- I can't remember three minutes prior to it. <laughs> Goldfish. Do you know, I do. Oh man, I was I was trying to. Uh, do you ever when you leave the house and you go, God, just make sure I turn the cooker off so you just run in quickly. <laughs> I do that three times in a row. We, we've lost him. He's back now. Look. There he is. Who you snuck after? Sorry, guys. Sorry. Who'd you snake after? I had to go for a piddle. Jesus, that was a great pedal out of furnace. Oh, I, did, I just went into the bar. I didn't. I didn't actually go to the went back to the went back to the cottage to turn on the stove. <laughs> I had to go and throw a few expensive briquettes into the stove. Can Tommy Avian? It's quarter past nine o'clock now. So, have you a couple of fucking from Julia? Not really. No. How's your Irish? I, did you do school in Irish then here? No. So I, I actually did my national school in Dublin in Dundrum. Yeah, yeah. My my family moved to Dublin in the mid eighties when things were really bleak down here. Yeah. And uh, I did. I just did. I'd started national school down here. I think it was in first class, and then we went to Dublin. So I ended up doing all of my national school in Ballantyre. And then my family fancy pants. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then moved back down here uh, when I was about twelve and did my secondary school down here. I just ruined the rest. That's yeah. But like it was a disaster because education out the window then. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure, that's. Can you not hear the shit coming out of my mouth? (laughs) (laughs) Did you have a? Did you have a curry accent going to Dublin? See, I had a curry accent going to Dublin, then coming back from Dublin, I had a Dublin accent. Dublin accent. So what type of Dublin accent did you develop? A like a volunteer accent, or did you develop the? Did you get a Dublin accent from being in Dublin? I wasn't like you, man. Would you not play it up a little bit? No, no. Was it a Chinese? I can't walk around volunteer talking like this, man. Do you know what I mean? It's not volunteer. Yeah, suppose actually. Well, yeah. No, that's not. A lot of people that are from the country that moved to Dublin develop. Like a like an inner city accent almost. Yeah. Just kind of like a compensation thing. Yeah. Because like my cousin, one of my cousins moved home from Australia, and he had a stronger Dublin accent than I have after being home for about two weeks. Right. I don't. Do I have a Dublin accent? A hundred percent. You have a posh Dublin accent. But I'm from Walkinshead. I'm not from posh land. Yeah, but yeah, but that's what's even, weird. my, that's that's what's that's even that's weirder about the whole thing. But all of my mates and all my family sound exactly like I do. Yeah. Totally. But it's not a. It's not like a. Say Heineken. Heineken. 
Yeah, no, it's not bad. <laughs> it's not bad. That's well, how I judge it. How do you usually have a Heineken? Oh, it's a Heineken, isn't it? Heineken. Heineken. There's Heineken. Heineken. Or there's Heineken. 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 No, there's more Heineken. 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 We're done again. That was I don't think Fred's not too worried about his child. He's got a full time. <laughs> <laughs> and he's put his phone on silent. <laughs> and let me just read the baby and say, ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I'll, see you, I'll see you boxing day. <laughs> if anyone wants to buy me anything for Christmas, briquettes. Briquettes. <laughs> They're fucking expensive, lads. Not a bag of coal, then, huh? Can you put that into. Glad your, you said coal. Yeah, can you put it into the your burner, your stove? Or you got a multi? That's is a really fucking it's, it's boring a, question. No, no, it's, a, it's, it's, it's actually a very interesting. Because I don't know about stuff the like fellow this. who told, the fellow who sold it to me told me I could put whatever I want into it. Can five, you, five years later, things really cracked in half because it was <laughs> like it's too hot, horse and coal into it. But now I'm gone. I'm, I'm actually gone kind of eco and green, so I try not to. Because burn again, that shit. this is, unless, unless it's brickets. Because <laughs> again, from a like again from a city, moving to the countryside to me has been eye opening. Like I have a well. Yeah. Like I don't have none of it. I have a septic tank. I don't even know what to do with that. Oh, yeah. And again, I've got a thing. I've got a, a stove. But when you say you have a well, like you have, you, you don't have to go out and pull draw buckets. I know. I've got like a, yeah, plumbing. Pl- that oh yeah, brings it. Yeah, that's sort of a pump system and all that kind of bore things. Yeah. You know, I, I feel a bit of a Goonies narrative. Let's go down it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a movie what's though. What's the bottom of it? Hey, what a you guys. <laughs> One of my favourite movies of all time, The Goonies. Oh, brilliant! Oh, amazing, love amazing. It. love it. But it does. It's eye opening when you move from the city to somewhere like that, and all of a sudden I appreciate the fact that when I flush my toilet it doesn't just disappear it goes into a tank mm. that's it for, and, and every time I turn on the tap it's coming out of the thing that, so I'm, I don't put down any like pesticides and stuff in there and like that yeah, which yeah. I would have when I was living in the city be lashing it all over the place but the weeds lash but I know because if I put that down there it's going to go down and get into the water yeah, and I'm going to be drinking course. that, and so yeah. you, it does make you very. Well, you're drinking the purest of water you can find. Like, are you off the grid with yeah, water? Yeah, too, the water are, yeah. is incredible. Are you off? The, you're not off the grid, are you? I, I'm on the. I'm on. I'm because I live in the village, lads. You know what I mean. I'm yeah. way, ahead, way ahead of you. You're, guys. you're a townie. Yeah, yeah, I'm a townie. So, uh, but the water where I live is is, is cracking. There's no, there's no issues with it. I can see your teeth. You have lovely teeth. <laughs> They're fake. <laughs> They're, They're new. Yeah. <laughs> Full of compliments, <laughs> Lord Right, that's it, lads. We're done. <laughs> So if you are listening to this somewhere on the internet, follow us on Instagram and on Facebook and all those crappy things and save me pestering people and getting banned from Twitter again. I, have a com- there's a co- I, have a- I think it's competition time. If you want to babysit my son, <laughs> email in and you can be the lucky person. Win an evening is with Ted. Actually, <laughs> win an evening. Well, a month. Win a month with my son. <laughs> is, is, is there actually... I was thinking... <laughs> win a month babysitting my kid. <laughs> Well, I go on the lash. <laughs> oh, I'd love to win that myself. <laughs> is, is there uh, any way of... I know the podcast is different to a, a live show, but maybe if we get some people like to suggest topics that we can just randomly yeah, talk yeah. shit about. Oh, 100%. So you just messages, direct mail us. Messages, yeah, yeah. yeah. we'll get messages. them because like... Yeah, because uh, even um, Katie, who's here, well, she mis- disappeared now. She's out yeah, drinking she pints in the She messaged me on Instagram. Mm. And she's like, oh, I'm going to be in the area. When do you guys record? So we're going to be there on Tuesday night. Sure, oh, definitely come along. It's so I'm so glad bad. that we ended up doing it because it would have been really bad if she yeah, showed no, up. Yeah. And it, it wasn't happening. Like the hate mail we'd get would be horrible. Yeah. Right, that's it. We're done. <laughs> Lads, three, <laughs> two, one. <laughs> <laughs> clink, 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 clink. See you next week. Good luck. Good luck.